sometimes that is better. Some heads are gonna roll, Charlie. Some heads are gonna roll. Do do do. But yeah, oh yeah. I sing that when I watch this movie. Oh yeah, I mean, instantly this morning after watching it last night, I, I was like, I'm, I'm putting on some priest. <laughs> we'll do our uh, Instagram reels, and we'll put that as our background music. Yeah, constantly. Oh yeah, just just always some priest rolling in the background. Boy, do I forget how many heads get cut off in this movie. Is <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. We're not there yet. You're jump. You're jumping forward. We are. I'm just so yes. excited. Uh, I I kind of. We gotta let everyone know. Hmm. October's fun, right? October's the spooky season. It, it is. It's a nightmare when you run a podcast because you're trying to figure out four movies for the spooky season. And you have no idea if you made good choices or not. And we're technically recording this in September, so... (laughs) We're doing what the Simpsons do for the Treehouse of Horror, where their episode comes out in November. And we're recording our, you know, welcome to the spooky month of October in September. I mean, it works. It's going to work. It's fine. It's It's fine. It's It's, it's our podcast. We do what we want. That's right. It's the magic of uh, podcasting. It works. Magic of release dates. Although... Oh, we're coming out of the gate hot with this one, man. We're doing Sleepy Hollow. That uh, we have not done a Tim Burton movie yet. We have not done Tim Burton, um, uh, Johnny Depp, uh, Christina Ricci, but there is someone in here that we have done a movie with. So I was excited because I always forget he's in this movie, and then I'm, I'm trying always... to remember because it turns out this stack, this cast was stacked, and. Yeah. One of your actual real life friends online is in this movie. And maybe that's who we're talking about right now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Casper Van Dien. Do oh. not remember him in this at all. I and know. Then he's in as this. I'm looking at him, I'm like, that doesn't look like him. Him with long hair throws <laughs> me off so much. I read that. Imposter uh... Van Dien. I read that he even put on 30 pounds to bulk up more because, I mean, dude was fit. He had he to make fit, sure that the knickers were tight. <laughs> he had to look buff, man. He had to, you know, he was kind of bullyish, I guess, a little bit, but you still kind of liked him in this movie. But yeah, my, my dude, Casper Van Dien's in this, and I always get excited when that name pops up on the credits. I was like, yes. That one popped up, and I was like, Christopher Lee? There he is, the man himself. Ian McDrid, holy shit, the Emperor is in this movie. There are three Sith in this movie. Do you know that? Three of them. Who's the who's the third three one? Three Sith. Well, you have, you know, Christopher Lee, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. who was Darth Tyrannus. Then you had Palpatine, you know, the yeah. man himself. Ray Park was one of the stunt doubles for the Headless Horseman. Really? Specifically the fight with Casper Van Dien. Nice. So Ray Park, Darth Maul. There are three Sith Lords in this movie, and it's amazing. And I think uh, somebody else was a uh, body double, uh, stunt double for one of the Jedi Masters. Nice. So there's a lot of a lot of Jedi, some Force. There's some Force in this movie, and I love it. So 
we went back and forth on what I would say is a lot of titles. Oh my god! On how to do October, and I think the problem is we got into our own head. You know, well, because we're we're wanting to give people what they want. Yes, we are, and it's partly my fault because I'm like, I don't want to do the cliche movies. Not yet. I mean, we have time to do Halloween, to do, you know, all the other ones that everyone just thinks of for Halloween. So I was like, I want something that feels Halloween, but still is on that little edge that, and like, oh, I forgot about that. It's weird as I was watching this, I'm like, man, this isn't like a horror movie per se, but it's a spooky fun movie. It's a... Uh, a haunted story, I could, I guess you could say, or a gothic story. It's a gothic story? So it story? falls yeah. into, you know, this umbrella, and it's not quite, I think, what we would choose typically for this show. No, but it fits. And, and it does. And There's like, blood, there's gore, and honestly, there's pumpkins and all kinds. Of, like, it's almost it, like they're having a mini Halloween party in this movie, too. And so I'll I was like, admit. I have not seen this movie in years, years and years and years. Oh, really? And I, I as I was watching year. it, I was kicking myself in the ass going, why is this not an October movie? Like, we made a good choice is what I realized. Like, oh, this absolutely. is the movie to kind of kick off the season. We watch it every year. It's always been one of my favorites since it came out. Um, I remember f- really enjoying it because this came yeah. out in 99. So you're talking about 11-year-old watching Heads Getting Cut Off. Mm-hmm. And Christopher Walking scaring the shit out of me as a kid. Still kind of does as an adult. But, you know, like, those razor-sharp teeth, like... Absolutely. Excellent it casting just, choice as the Headless Horseman. Just the, just the feel of the movie and everything. And the other reason this movie has stuck with me for so long, it's a fantastic movie. This was the first movie I ever played on my own 5.1 surround sound when I had my house in Ohio. What a I memory. Bought- I bought that, you know, really nice one back in the day. You know, we didn't just have a bar, kids. We had speakers everywhere in the Wires everywhere. Wires (laughs) ran, and it wasn't a cheap system. And the first movie I put in was Sleepy Hollow, and I still remember this. You wouldn't think, like, oh, why, why that one for surround sound? There's so many ambient sounds that just work. Like, when he's in the woods, you feel like, you were in the woods. Oh, with all and the wheat leaves blowing yes. and just the way the wind howls and the tree branches. It's a lot of subtleties. It's um, an atmospheric movie without a doubt. It and really it's is. It's mind blowing that the studio gave Tim Burton a hundred million dollars to make an R rated movie. Why not, man? The man has there been a movie he's missed on? I mean, really bad. I mean, there's some that maybe aren't as popular as others. It's but... funny because, like, when I was looking, I was like, man, what has he done recently? And I think the last movie of his that I honestly saw was Frank and Weenie back in 2012. When did, um, what's the, with the, oh, crap. My man, my brain just totally went blank. Where they're putting people in the meat pies. Um, it was sli- uh, half musical. Sweeney Todd, the Demon Sweeney Barber Todd. of Fleet Street. Fun fact, yeah. I have not seen that. What? I know after watching this, I'm going to correct that. You have to, dude. I love that movie. And as much as how much I love it, I can't remember the name of it. 
it has that as I was it has watching, that same like, feel. Yeah, I never got to see that. And then like there was some other stuff like Big Eyes. I always want to see. I never got to uh, the Home for Peculiar Children. I never got to see. So like, what about Charlie some and the stuff Chocolate that Factory? He's come out. That came out before uh, 2012. That came that out in 2005. Yeah, you're kidding me. It's that old. Yeah, dude. Oh five for Charlie and Chocolate. It must have. Mm-hmm. I must have waited forever to watch it. Then I feel like it came out like eight years ago or something. You know, it's. And I feel that's like nuts. last year it was Edward Scissorhands was the movie that I had put on to kind of kickstart the uh, spooky season. We had Jackie just had this thing where she wanted to get it on DVD last year, and Chloe wanted to watch it. Chloe's getting into this goth girl kind of thing you know she'll yeah. watch the beetlejuice the alternative she watched stuff now the they've already probably watched like nightmare on uh on nightmare before, nightmare christmas, before christmas corpse you bride know, all that she loves she you can tell she's gonna be that like winona Ryder character here pretty soon <laughs> from beetlejuice um and that's fine i have zero problem with it go for it um but i think it's right but we've kind of jumped jumped forward i think we should get everyone else in the mood though here real quick so let's hit our trailer and then we'll come back and do the back of the DVD. What do you think, Bubba? Let's do it. All right. I am Constable Ichabod Crane, sent from New York to investigate murder in Sleepy Hollow. How much of your superiors explained to you? Only that the three were slain in open ground, their heads severed from their bodies. Taken by the headless horseman, taken back to hell. He rode a giant black steed to look at him, made your blood run cold. Even today, the western woods is a haunted place where brave men will not venture. We have murders in New York without benefit of ghouls and goblins. You're a long way from New York, Constable. Is everyone in this village enthralled to superstition? We have many things to talk about, even in this backward place. Excuse my manner. I'm not used to. Female company? Murder! The Orphan's killed again! The assassin is a man of flesh and blood, and I will discover him. Are you so certain of everything? kind of like ends i wasn't expecting i was like oh what's gonna happen next what's it, next the trailer just kind of the music keeps going on and they just do all like the credit things oh and stuff. i it gotcha was, i gotcha we don't need but, three minute long trailers for a podcast oh, you know no and then on top of that for this movie let's face it everyone involved was what was selling it johnny depp tim burton christina ricci 
Like, oh yeah, you didn't even need a trailer. People were gonna see this. No, that I mean, you put Tim Burton's name on it, it's already gonna make money. Yeah, that's why they gave him a hundred million dollars. They were like, okay, go. And I just, I like you were saying earlier, I love the fact that he was like, I finally want to do an R-rated movie. He has towed that line with so many other movies. Oh yeah, even like Mars Attacks is a very dark movie. Like when revisiting that one, I was like, holy crap, I'm kind of amazed at what he got away with this back then. And it wasn't slapped with the radar. And then like to finally get an R-rated Tim Burton movie, I can't complain. I can't be like, oh, I expected more. Especially like in my head, I'm like, ah, you get to see a couple heads get cut off. And then as all these heads were just flying in the air, I'm like, oh, cool. Once once it starts rolling, it starts rolling. Them heads are gone, man. And it's there's something else I want to get into with that as we go. But let's read the back of the, the DVD there, Bubba. You got it ready? Oh, of course, straight from the VHS itself. Ooh, the VHS then. All the right, VHS, because this is right as you know we were starting to get into it's it's the right transition period. Yes. All right. Here's your music. Master storyteller Tim Burton weaves an eerie, enchanting version of this classic tale of horror. Johnny Depp is Ichabod Crane, an eccentric investigator determined to stop the murderous, headless horseman. Christina Ricci is Katrina Von Tassel, the beautiful and mysterious girl with secrets with secret ties to the supernatural terror. I read that last sentence wrong. I could have fixed it. You're fine. Nope. <laughs> Is that the end of it? That's the end of it. An American classic, says Joel Siegel of Good Morning America. All right, I'm turning your music off. That was terrible. <laughs> You just kept going. I was like, oh, there's another sentence. You didn't like No, it was a very short synopsis on the back of uh, it because even the back of the VHS, the guy that was typing it went, it's got Johnny Depp and his Tim Burton. You're going to watch this. Why am I typing this? You ended it as abruptly as I ended the trailer. So yeah, I guess what is going on? My bad. My bad. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's Halloween. Spooky season. It's all good. So what I was alluding to before we played that was there was one thing about this movie that really kind of jumps out at you and stands out is nobody's safe in this movie like an unborn child dies yeah a kid dies yeah, there was a moment where the, when the the kid dies i was like no the kid lives nah. and then like you don't see the kid get killed but you see you know the bag being adjusted that there's you know, three the holder of heads bag. and it was just like oh that kid got it. <laughs> yeah, because if you look, I mean, I've seen this movie a lot. There's three lumps in that bag. It was that, empty when he walked in. Yep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, a baby gets decapitated in the womb. That's yeah, I was. Precision. They were like, why is there one wound on the on the lady's abdomen? Uh, he decapitated, decapitated the unborn With child. The tiniest little butter knife and went. Gotcha. Yeah, you make him wonder, did he use the sword? Or he's like, no, I have a baby-sized I have the baby <laughs> knife. I, the blacksmith, he laughed. 
He laughed at me saying, you'll never use the baby knife. And I said, oh, one day you will see the baby knife in hand. Unfortunately, I cut his head off, too, so he'll never get to see it in action. He'll, he'll, but... he'll never get to see it. Okay, that went really dark. I <laughs> got a baby-sized <laughs> knife for cutting off baby heads. I don't know. That's just really freaking dark. The headless horseman <laughs> has no remorse. He does Walken is oh. at his most unhinged and evil in this. I love the Hessian uh, flashback in this movie, man. It he is, looks so great. He looks is, like if you were to stick a fork in an electric socket. Yeah. And like he sticks with it. He lives. And then he continues on. Files his teeth down to points. Uh, doesn't stand in the sun very long. Um, I actually had one tiny complaint. And I kind of blame the uh, costumer a little bit. And oh really because yeah. this is going to be some bold territory because it, like everyone's knickers and pantaloons were on point oh aesthetically everything was perfect but it was it was a choice made by tim burton and maybe even christopher walken that didn't work with his outfit and it's during the flashback yes we're jumping around this is what we do here yeah this is what we do and they they shoot his horse where that's how they dehorse him and he has to run into the woods there is a moment where he kneels down next to his horse and shows remorse. Like he actually cares a lot about that horse. Yeah. Like he literally looks sad and pissed. The very next shot was of him running and the, the camera's almost on the ground. He is wearing the largest, most obnoxious spurs that should be illegal to wear on a horse <laughs> like they were spikes not spurs like and something like, that he would be digging into the yes, horse and not and a horse that he loves exactly and i literally said something last night and jackie obviously you know, watching her phone too she's like i didn't see it so she backs it up and she was like that really is odd to take that amount of time that you are upset your horse died yet you're wearing like almost one inch spikes on your spurs that honestly too could be a thing where like uh whoever was in charge of that piece not realizing like you're using that spur i, I, I like, think there's it, a purpose to it and they were yeah, just going aesthetically because later like uh, actually when he goes in to kill the, ki the the kid under the floorboards there's a shot of just his boots and then the sound the kid hears is of the spurs jingling and i was like okay that makes sense now why that should be a prominent part of his costume i just got irritated i was like he cares about that horse and he would not have spurs on I, nothing I, that big either but it's just <laughs> weird it hit me it, it's hit me you know wrong i don't want to say wrong it just hit me that i was like that's not cool that wouldn't have been done this is a, a, a minor. This is the only chance I'll ever have an opportunity to tell a spur story on the podcast. Whoa, I feel man, it's a spur story. <laughs> this wasn't planned. It just really bugged <laughs> <Yes>. me. <laughs> I don't remember. It was one of those like 80s throwback movie nights at one of the theaters here in Columbus hmm. and going to the movie. I wish I could remember which one it was. It might have been Friday the 13th. Was it City Slickers? Uh, it might have been it's, City it's Slickers. It's a spur story. I can only imagine. <laughs> You know how, like, when the movie is about to start and it's, like, at its utmost quiet, you yeah. know, in the theater? 
in walks a man with spurs and like a duster jacket. And I swear that was like the devil himself walking in to see the movie and me trying so hard to hold in my giggles because there's a man (laughs) wearing spurs in the city to go see a horror movie. (laughs) Duster, I can understand. I don't, I've always wanted to. Now he had the whole outfit. Like this might as well have been the guy from what, what was that Stephen King movie where like where the devil has the antique shop that sells you stuff that like. I give you no misfortunes, needful things, or whatever. Yeah, it's the one where everyone makes fun of it. Like, yeah, uh, like I, I don't remember if the devil in that was a cowboy, but like, I feel like that was a cowboy devil that you like watched you that movie Satan. with me. You yeah, met Satan. That's but, cool. like, he was the version of Satan at the end of uh, Demon Knight. You know, yeah, he's wearing that long black duster. Yeah, like, that's cool. I had no idea that, you had a that spur guy story. made that choice to leave the house that night. Going, I'm gonna go yeah, to the did. movies wearing a spur. And that's not spurs. the only time he does that. He probably still does that. I've never seen him since. There, what, what, what was the? There was a Western store just up the road from there, wasn't there? What was the Western store up seventy one? Oh yeah. yeah, you know what? There was some sort of like leather shop or whatnot. It's like yeah, clothes and the oh, it's gone. Now. It's been yeah. gone for a while. I, I just remember that. that there used to be On the a outskirts Western. of the city. Yeah, yeah, it was just this Western wear place for <laughs> in Columbus. <laughs> I don't know. It's where Pete you go to know. get your cowboy boots. Pete would know. We'll ask Pete. Yeah, we'll ask Pete. Pete, email us at gmbmampod.com. And then send us a message calling us idiots for not remembering the name of that place. Why does always Pete listens to the show, and if there's something he doesn't agree with, oh, you idiots, why did you miss (laughs) this? You fools. I'm like, well, Pete, if you would show up on the show, you could correct (laughs) us. That's right. Yeah, he wasn't on on that one. Yeah, we miss you, Pete. We'll We'll see him next time. Yep. I don't know. I don't. I, he didn't seem interested in doing Sleepy Hollow. I don't know. That was weird. Uh, I think he was busy. Really? You think? I think. Was, so. I, think I think we got played. Mm. <laughs> I, think, I think we got played. I think. I think he 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 did like Christopher Lee to Johnny Depp, and he's like, "There's this movie you two should go <laughs> talk about. Like, uh, you should go like yeah. investigate that with your far far your away science." Uh, don't worry, it's definitely going to have a lot of, for you, specifically. <laughs> I feel like that's what happened. That's what happened. I have never been to the East Coast at all of you you te- know, the United States. Like, the first I've ever gone East is Philly. Okay. I. This is well, so weird for you to say that. I am the I, East Coast. I, I've gone to Toronto, so I guess that's pretty East. I'm talking, like, New England, like... The original colonies. That's, I've that's, never yeah, been that's different. to that, that yeah. northern eastern part of America. Yeah, that's... So, in my head, everyone still talks like they do in this movie. <laughs> and they everyone is still, still named way. Van Buren and Van Tassel and Van Van. <laughs> Van Dean. Van Dam. <laughs> Van Dam. Vans. I drive Van Vans. Mini Coopers. Yeah. I it's actually a... A bunch of tiny Coopers who own vans. <laughs> little Cooper, little shoemakers. Those are cobblers. <laughs> no, what are Coop- no, Coopers be- make the barrels. Van little Cobbler. Tiny- cobbler Smith. <laughs> Peach Cobbler. <laughs> Nate, we don't have to fill in time. We got plenty no, to talk about on this. To. Why I'm do just, you do this? All I'm the just time. saying over like God. as I'm watching this movie, I'm like, it's probably looks exactly like this still. 
this this is one of those as I'm going to be editing, I really have to question myself of do I leave this in or do I not leave this in? I'm not. Oh, I'm I guarantee someplace. there are other people out there that are thinking just like I. Like yes, I had to look up if Sleepy Hollow was real. It oh, is. I thought- I thought you were saying you were getting ready to say there's plenty of people out there questioning why I don't edit you more <laughs> in the episode. I was like, "Wow, way to way to self own, Nate. No, awesome. I'm, pr- no. I'm proud of you." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, tell me, is Sleepy Hollow real? I didn't bother to it, look. It's real. It's actually a real place. Really? That's yeah, cool. it's it's in New York and all that fun stuff. This shows okay. how much I know about geography. My dad's from New York, but I've never heard of Sleepy Hollow being I, real. I didn't know. I honestly, the only thing I have ever known about Sleepy Hollow, I knew it was a book, and then I've always known about the Disney cartoon. Oh, I loved the cartoon as a kid. So, like when yeah. we got this, still as a kid, it was like, oh, cool. Well, you know. And I remember my mom being absolutely disgusted by this movie. Yeah, it was not the Disney like, version. My mom hated this movie. <laughs> My mom does not like Christopher Walken. She does not like all the blood. Nathan, Nathan, what did you Why make me you watch? Why are you watching all the heads getting cut off, Nathan? Nathan? It's just like that movie with the Sean Connery that you like to watch. What is Nathan. wrong with you and the heads always getting decapitated? You're like, yeah, we're going to go take you to someone to talk to. You're going to go talk to someone, Nathan. I'm uh, telling you, this is nothing like the Star Wars that you're into. Although I heard they're cutting their heads off, too. What is it with you kids? <laughs> You're cutting off your heads. Don't you know that heads should stay attached to the neck, which are then staying attached to the chest? Uh, Mama Nate making an appearance on <laughs> Sleepy Hollow. It's fantastic. But I was, the other thing I always loved about this movie was the little, like, ends to the Disney. Like, Tim Burton actually paid homage to the cartoon. The flying, so, fiery pumpkin love that oh my god dude Ugh. it is i was so happy they did that and then, eye candy then the frogs as he's going under the bridge where they're whispering ichabod 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 that was in the cartoon yeah and uh, and like the bridge itself oh straight up love. oh my god such a good bridge like if anything i regret not having enough time to go back and rewatch the cartoon on uh disney plus i'm fairly so, certain it's on there the only thing I remembered, and they don't, it's an, like it wasn't even in the trivia stuff, because there's one other that when Ichabod in the cartoon gets hit by a tree branch, he lands on the backside of the the horseman's horse. And they do that in this movie. Yep. Only the horseman's not also on the horse with Johnny Depp. He's just riding it backwards. But there's another in the cartoon. I remembered them being some reason he couldn't cross the bridge. And that was almost like a safe point for Ichabod. And they kind of do that in this movie that he doesn't cross the bridge. He goes over the bridge. Which is what I love, like him going over the bridge because of that being always like the thing. Now, they do play on it where with uh, the church scene where he's not allowed on holy, holy ground. Yeah. So it was like it was cool to see that, see like him throwing the axe and the weapon dissolving. Dude, his the whole the fighting sequence they used for him. It's not just a sword. He had an axe. The whole fight with uh, Casper Van Dien, where he's using like the mini hand scythe, you know, for cutting hay and harvesting, and the the headless horseman's just not not even caring. Like, leave me alone. Get out of here. Go away. You know. And Johnny Depp's like, 
just stop, man. He won't kill you if you just yeah, He's stop. not after you. Like, he has uh, intentions, specific goals that he is trying to reach. Um, yeah. And all, of, like, it's not like a, a cheaper movie would do where you could just tell, like, oh, his head is where the chest piece is. No. You know? Like, it looks so great that it's completely believable of this person being headless and fighting. It's... And the choreography is great. And then on top of that, it's the fighting style that they're doing, like, with the sword play. Like, it is so much fun to watch. And that's thanks to Ray Park. I mean, it's fantastic. And I did read that instead of a, a – and they poke fun at this, and I love how Tim Burton does these things, is the Headless Horseman – it was a person sitting on a horse, but he's wearing a uh, blue face covering so they could digitally remove his head. And oh. then the, the cowl, the, the, the part that goes around the coat, was also digital so they could show it flapping as if there's no head there, like with the wind and, you know, things nice. interfering with it. But I love the self-owned joke of anyone else that's tried to do this is a dude hiding underneath it and that's when casper van dean is playing the headless horseman yeah and he's got the thing up on top of his head with the 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 sacks to make it look like shoulders i loved that man i was like that's that's the old school way of doing it and yet this horseman is so much more believable yeah, you found a way to, to put it in you know the wink and the nod exactly you know? exactly so watching this movie feels like a time capsule in the yes. sense of you don't get movies like this anymore where everything is built from the ground up. Right. I mean... Not, not really, no. This movie was incredible to see all the set designs. Mm-hmm. Like, I truly felt like I was in Sleepy Hollow in 1799. Yeah, they built Without houses. Yeah, they yeah. built all of this stuff on, you know, for location. This is very rare. Like, if they were to do this nowadays, I feel like you'd get, like, one or two... Like I felt like we got an entire township. Oh, this this would have been that whole thing they're doing now with with the green screen that goes oh, all the like way around. Oh, like what Disney has for uh, the Mandalorian for, for all the TV shows now. Um, they will totally do that, but you know it's it's about cost. But there's something where this movie feels tangible, like you can touch things that are in this movie it, because of like the aesthetic choices and how it's very Tim Burton that we all know from like Batman and Batman Returns and such, like. Mm-hmm. All of these set pieces feel almost theatrical as well. Yeah. You know? You you almost feel like you're watching a play. Exactly. Especially like, that I it's... felt like I was sitting in a theater seat watching these actors perform yeah. directly in front of me. And it also helps with the costuming, the, the dialogue, how they all are represented. I didn't feel like it was a parody of it or that someone was just digging up a bunch of old costumes and trying to make it feel Victorian. Yeah. This felt of its time. This felt period correct. Everyone spoke correctly. I mean, Christina Ricci looks like she, she has always looked like she come from that time. She's always had like that porcelain white skin, just this like doll, almost kind of eyes to her. And there's a reason they cast her. Jackie was a little upset because she was like, what is she like 12 in this movie? I was like, no, she was like 12 in Adam's family. But I looked it up. She was uh, 18 when it was filmed. 
Johnny Depp's like 17 years older than her. Oh, and even and Johnny Depp was like a bit uncomfortable with that. Because that was the that was the saving thing. Christina Ricci when she was a child when he was dating or working with Winona Ryder. I can't dating what. dating Winona Ryder on Mermaids. I think is what the movie was. Yeah, I, uh, which, where he met her. Even then, he was like, ah, I don't really feel comfortable with this. And like, if there's one thing that they do in this movie. It's not like they're full on like let's no. make out and now There's... we're gonna have our gratuitous sex scene. Like it's very much uh It's an infatuation, not sexual tension. Yeah. That that's that's the difference. And as I, I even told Jackie that I was like, There's nothing that gets lewd or uncomfortable. It is more of an infatuation. And as much as I hate to say it, and Pete would, you know, probably call me out, but that too is of its time where a girl of that age probably would have been married off to a guy that's 15, 20 years older. If he was lucky to live that long. True. Well, (laughs) she, she wins either way because a, he may have money and it's maybe five years tops that she's got to deal with him. And you know, boom, she, she's there. She inherits it all and it's done. Something's going to get him, whether it be a rat, a sword, you know, yeah. An iron maiden. You have to do a duel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Maiden, man. I, not the band. I still don't really understand why we needed all of that flashback. Um, I, I really I, the don't. The only thing I gathered out of it was to show why he has an interest in the macabre. That could have been the only ex- thing. That could have been explained, I don't know, a dozen different ways. It, it could have um, been. Um, my, my dad don't was get me a magician. When the Iron Maiden opens up, I do not remember that pool of blood like spewing out. Oh, it's the shi- it's a shining moment. It's yeah. that it's coming at you. Did not also remember that. always forget that that's Lisa Marie in that. What? That is who's playing. That's Lisa Marie. That's no way, really. Yeah. Holy yes. crap! She was in Mars Attacks too, wasn't she? She she's worked Ooh, with Tim Burton. I don't before. remember. This shows how much I you know typically pay attention she to the cast. She was the Martian girl that uh, David Spade David Spade takes to the Kennedy Room, and she like bites his finger off. Oh, yeah. okay, I, I know what you're talking. I about. I think yeah. that's Lisa Marie playing that character of the alien with the I'll big bun damn. hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Lisa Marie in this, and I, don't get me wrong. I think the kid playing Ichabod looks—I believed him as a young like, oh, Johnny I, Depp, totally, especially a young Ichabod. Um, yeah, but now, like, if there's one thing that this movie falters at, is it kind of can get lost in its own grand uh, scheme of it all. I guess. I guess I, you know, and, like it, it has like a detective element to it, which is cool. Oh, it's I totally Sherlock that. Holmes. You like, know, yeah. The whole thing with uh, the ones that Robert Downey Jr. have done now that we've seen, you know, after this, that whole intro part, you're totally like, I could definitely see that being like Sherlock Holmes. Constable, yeah. come here. I have found someone or something in the water. You know, now we must cut it open and figure out what he may have been murdered. No, if you find no, bodies he, in the water, they, they drowned. drowned. I was like, get them out of here. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Makes Case closed. <laughs> We're. We're not heathens as we throw a dude down into the yeah. jail cell in the crowd <laughs> after they beat the crap out of him. I was, I love that, but that's the that's the beauty of what it Tim Burton has, does. You know, like, it's a charm. It, yeah, it has a charming script because there's a moment where like the evil witch at the end 
they're running like the characters are running back into the uh, windmill. Yeah. And she's like, watch your head. It's just lost it. Such a stupid joke. That's so good. (laughs) It works. It totally works, man. It's, you know, I, I, no one, no one's misused in this movie. No one's miscast. I, I like the young kid. If that anything, ends up it just being... kind of gets convoluted because you have so many of these so old many. names, and you're trying to keep track of who is, you know, going to come out on top by the other family members dying, and it's just all this like, I don't know, Victorian, not Victorian, but, uh, yeah, just colonial, colonial almost, drama. Yeah. That's all it is. Oh, I never learned their name. Even as many times I've seen this movie, I couldn't tell you their names. I just know magistrate, notary, doctor, preacher. That's the only thing I know these guys as. Yeah. Palpatine. Like <laughs> I was waiting for Christopher Lee to show back up. He never does. He's like in this for like two minutes and done. But you know what? I'm happy. I was, <laughs> he was so happy they got it. him. <laughs> I was totally down. It's one man. of those, like, as you're watching, you're like, it's amazing this got made. I am so yeah. thankful this got made. It, it 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 is an aesthetic film, man. It is like this this is this is that movie that, you know, people of that time, like girls and he, some guys, I'm not going to call just out one, but they were like, that's what I'm going to model my entire life after. You know, I want to listen to that or I'm going to watch this and then I'm going to listen to one of those emo bands that I don't even what's the Black Parade freaking band or whatever oh, my chemical romance my chemical romance and i'm gonna watch sleepy hollow and that is me that is that it's is funny my... as i was watching this i was like man ichabod crane looks exactly like gerard way the lead singer of my chemical <laughs> romance so i was like there's something here and then i'm also like man johnny depp you want good looking dude <laughs> still is let's be fair still, still is, is. There's there's a reason he's been cat, and you know, so many people are like, why does he just keep working with Tim Burton? Why does he? Because Tim Burton knows how to use Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is not an A list actor; he is an A list character actor. That man puts himself into a role not as Johnny Depp playing something, but as Captain Jack Sparrow. It's one of those as I wish we could get Ichabod this kind of Johnny Depp back because there was a scene where he's investigating one of the headless bodies and he's replaying how it went down with the headless horse, yes. the horse through the galloping and the way and he's stuff. doing the galloping and like how smooth he is with it. And like, it's done in a singular take. And it's just like, that is why Johnny Depp is awesome. It's little stuff like that, where it's like, he fully captivates this role and you fully believe what the hell he's doing. His whole way of approaching this character as being this not it, it's weird so the cartoon and even in the book he ichabod was supposed to be like this very like homely looking man very scared of even his own shadow type string thing. bean yeah and johnny depp even wanted them to put prosthetics on his face so he appeared ugly and they were like no that's not the direction we're going so they made him more bookish. They made him more, you know, I'm uh, trying to think of the right word that's not nerdy, but it and just made him. He's not dorky. Like, no. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, though, right. where it's just, but he's very eccentric. He's very different. 
He and, is. You know, but he's it, also very city because when th- when he gets uncomfortable with something, he the way he reacts, like just like the bug coming out of the neck, <laughs> you know, the way he even like he's a little unsure of opening his bag when everyone is around him and when he puts the glasses on, you have this moment of, I wonder what they're going to say. Yeah, they're going to make fun glasses. of me. Like, I, I know I felt a lot of that, a lot of like relating yeah. to it because oh, like, yeah. yeah, the bug crawling. I'm like, yeah, that's how I would do <laughs> them telling the story of the headless horseman to him. And at this he's point, shaking. he doesn't believe it. And yeah, he's got his tea and he's just shaking nonstop. Yes. So this is a man that does not, he is not as much as death fascinates him. I don't think he wants anything to do with it. He's not prepared <laughs> for like. We see him find a dead floating body, and that obviously you don't look like it bothers him. And I'm sure he's seen multiple dead bodies, but a headless body is something a little different to take in, especially and, in a small township. Yeah, even when he's doing the autopsy, he he looks at. I, mean, I just love every time he gets splattered in the face with blood. That's, to yeah. me, I still giggle every time it happens because you're just like, yep. Okay, uh, apparently this was a time period we didn't have to worry about airborne disease or bloodborne disease. Um, I mean, if you get corpse blood on you, it's whatever. It's fine. The blood's already dead. There's nothing left. Yeah, in it. I don't know. There's <laughs> nothing that can get on you from dead blood. <laughs> it's dead, dead blood, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, even whenever he witnesses the kill and he basically goes into this huge panic attack and passes out. And they're, like, ready to write his ass off. They're like, well, I'm going to go back to New York and get a new one. Yep. We need a new investigator. <laughs> we need a new dork. And he comes out of that bedroom, and he's like, I have faced my fears. I have strengthened my resolve, and I shall solve this murder. And I was like, yeah, I I dig it. Oh, there. yeah, you are, Ichabod. <laughs> Who's with me? One young boy. One guy with a pitchfork <laughs> who's just like, I've been waiting for this. No, it was the kid going, I guess me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only one. <laughs> my dumbass oathed myself to you after my dad died. I, I guess I'm in. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But no, it, what, what do you say? I mean, the, the, everyone should know this story. Everyone should know the story of Sleepy Hollow. You know, it, I like the twist on this that, and I'm not, I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever read the book, actually. I know. I don't it is think a book. I have I don't either. Know. It so might I don't have been know. something I checked out of, you know, the elementary school library oh, back maybe. in the day. I, but I, I, I couldn't tell you. You know. Well, like I remember as a kid, we'd get like dumbed down version of books, and I don't mean that they were, they were like abridged. They were smaller versions of a book where yeah. it basically just hit all the highlights, and like, uh, you know. What was that one pirate book? Was oh, it Treasure yeah. Island? Might have been Treasure Island. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, I remember having, like, yeah, one of those where it's, like, I guess the kid version of it, you could yeah, say. Yeah, they take like, out the, all the, the stuff that you're going to get lost to kind of get you into reading, basically. A young reader book. That's a perfect way to do it. Because uh, I'm not talking, like, the footnote ones where you're trying to write a book report. No, these were the ones that were just, like, get kids. Like, the picture of whatever it was is always, like, this awesome cover you know, pirates or Sleepy Hollow, but it's very smaller, you know. Though as I'm looking at it. the original 1820 edition, it's only 50 pages long. So if anything, this is encouraging me that I can write a Sleepy Hollow type book. You probably could. So but anyway, the reason I was bringing that up was I don't know if taking the horseman's head 
it you know puts him in your charge or if in the book he was just a headless horseman running around chopping people and that very well could be because that's that's what's fantastic horror is just like well here is a monster that exists for no reason and he's going to get your head but i like that this one was like like a missile that she yeah i like the way they padded the story out with it i like that he uh was a ruthless uh not barbarian and not warrior but you know he was a mercenary basically he yeah. was just they they even say it in the flashback that he like a lot of people went there to get paid he went there for the kills for the carnage yeah like um, that was just what he got off on was just like ha, there goes a head there goes yep. a head <laughs> cool another head <laughs> yeah that one that guy all right i only got his arm off but next but, one head for sure I'll, I'll know who he is on the battlefield next yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, that guy with no arm, he's mine. Bob, don't you touch him. Nope, he's no mine. <laughs> Taking that head, Bob. He's the guy calling uh, dibs on everyone, and they're like, dude, like, what is wrong? We haven't even. Have... We have to parlay. No, there is no dibs. We'll leave one guy to parlay. That's how it works. And apparently. Witch hunts aren't really a thing in this time period because is every woman a witch in this movie? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Johnny Depp's mom, witch. Christina Ritchie, witch. The stepmother, witch. Stepmother's twin sister, definitely a witch. Super like, witch. <laughs> why is no one hunting them down? <laughs> and it's not like they're hiding it. Christina Ricci walks in with a potion. This will help you sleep in front of everyone. <laughs> you yeah. Know? You, I feel like everyone loses their mind. Like, no, nah, witch. You know? Right? <laughs> I mean, the priest is getting down with a witch. You know, it's just... <laughs> Apparently, witches are cool in this particular time period. They've and always been cool, but for they some are. reason, people are stupid. But it's <laughs> you don't have the guys going, she turned me into a newt. I got better. <laughs> <laughs> what else floats? Ducks. Ducks. <laughs> Pete would definitely appreciate those jokes. <laughs> oh, Pete. I miss you. We miss you, Pete. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of Pete, let's play a commercial here. Yeah, let's uh, do it. Nothing fun. This is just uh, sp- starting the spooky season. So let's check out three commercials for people that put out some. Well, one of them puts out some sometimes spooky. Sometimes they copy us and do action movies. But, you know, we'll let them slide. Now let us slide this time. We'll be back following these messages. Just how drunk are we going to get? Welcome to Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, where each month we drink finely crafted brews while watching terrible films in order to see just how drunk you have to get to enjoy them. So tune in and join Troy. Killboy Kreitz. (laughs) Oh, that was pretty good. Thank you. (laughs) Dave. I have the weirdest boner. And Pete. IPAs are ales, meaning they are bottom fermented. Excuse me, they are top fermented. I f***ed that up. (laughs) As we drag Kathleen, kicking and screaming through an alcohol-fueled podcast dedicated to movies of questionable quality and the frosty adult beverages that help make them tolerable. Good beer, bad movie night. Clearly, it's the beer's fault. 
welcome to 100 Horrors, a comedy podcast that seeks to rank the best 100 horror films of all time, as dictated to us by a poster that one of us owns. Every week, we bicker over another film in an attempt to give it an overall scare factor and secure its place in the 100 Horrors list. With features such as... And <laughs> what would you say to them at We take a light-hearted approach to horror cinema so that it can be enjoyed by even the most squeamish of listeners. So whether you're the person who's never seen a horror film in their life or the person who has a tattoo of Leatherface on the right arse cheek, there's something to be enjoyed in every episode of 100 Horrors! <laughs> <laughs> Do you like horror movies? Do you like hanging out with your buddy? Do you like cracking jokes and having a good time? Do you just like fun? Well, consider checking out Spoils of Horror. We are an hour-long podcast that comes out every single week. We're not doing reviews. We're just going to hang out, talk about the movies we love with each other, and hopefully the ones you love too. Covering everything from the popular, the lost, the forgotten, and the bizarre. If you're looking for a good podcast and a good time, you're going to want to check us out. We're on all major podcasting platforms, and you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Check it out. We'll see you there. Welcome back. Oh, Steven over at Spoils of Horror. Oh, that man calling me out for, you know, taking up the entire month of September for my birthday. And you know what? Because we're recording this the day before my birthday, it's still my birthday month. <laughs> I don't, I mean. It but thank you so up. much for the birthday wishes, Stephen and Leo. Yep. It was really kind. I love you guys. It was so, I did not expect that. <laughs> I think technically. It made me these- all red. One of the ones you don't want to take credit for picking. So that one still comes out in September. That's the one that came out last week. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I caught my birthday in that one, too. I caught heat, and I didn't pick it. <laughs> that was the thing. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I hope we still have listeners. <laughs> that wasn't our worst one. And if they're still on after some of I, I just others... feel like that'd be where people went. These guys honestly do not know what they are doing. We don't even know who picks what anymore. It's fine. <laughs> that just happens. That's what that's what happens when we let Pete pick movies. I'm just this saying. This is what that's, happens. Yep. This is what Pete, happens. <laughs> Pete picks it. He bring he tries to bring him back up and he still picks it. It backfires. It boom in his face. Oh, Sleepy Hollow, Nate. I'm with you, man. I love this movie. It's just something about I can want. I honestly, I could really. This would be. This would be one that a. It does put me in a spooky mood, but I could really watch it any time of year. It. It's just a good fun. I get that. Um, but man, like just like the saturation of you know the colors and stuff like that in this movie. Mm-hmm. The blue filter. I'm just like this is such a great fall movie. Oh, it totally. You know, don't get me like, wrong. It, this is. Yeah, this is just. I mean, it's technically, as we record right now, it's the first day of fall. Exactly. You know, so <laughs> it, it works. I mean, it honestly, if I'm going to pick a time to watch it, it's now. But it there are there have been times where I'm like, oh, what do I want to watch? I was like, I don't want to watch a slasher. I don't want to watch 
Sleepy Hollow. Let me watch Sleepy Hollow. And, you know, I do the same thing with Sweeney Todd. There's just some, and you know me, I've gone on record, I hate musicals. But that one I don't consider a musical. I think it's just a really good atmospheric movie with songs sprinkled in from time to time. I will try to get that in before we record the next one. That way I can You should. I, I think that way, that way you can uh, fill the people back in on it because yeah. I, I enjoy it. And also, it's also another one of those that uh, Helena, Helena Bottom Carter is in. So, you know, it's that whole thing where he and her Perfect. are always in movie. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it works so well. Um, but yeah, I, what else do you say about this movie? I mean, I, and that's the thing, even as watching, I'm like, this is it's straightforward. It gives you exactly what you want. It holds up completely. Yeah. I mean, there's hardly any CGI in the movie at all. There's like a very noticeable CGI river at yeah. the end of the movie. That's very, you know, especially because of HD. Like, it really sticks out. But other than that, even the explosion of the windmill, which, you know, gives you this great uh, Frankenstein, um, you know, vibes. Like, and it that, was a full-size set. That windmill this, was a full-size set. The best compliment you can give this movie is it harkens back to the 1920s Universal movies. That was a feel Tim Burton was going for. He was going for the old, like, Hammer movies. Uh, one of the old, the, the notary is an actor from he came out of retirement for this movie and he was most known for hammer films oh really um, i'm trying i can't remember his exact name but the guy that was one eye was dead and he oh, was yeah. the notary uh he he was uh most of his notoriety was from the old hammer films and tim burton obviously that feel is there you're very you're exactly right that is like the frankenstein windmill it you know instead of catching fire it explodes why does it explode well i hate to tell you this all that oh. dust and stuff from the mill that's flammable it, it just cracked me up that i was not expecting a michael bay explosion in this movie i and again there's the comedy you're not expecting do you think that stopped him well he's already dead so i don't think so yeah and he comes <laughs> kicking out the door that's on fire and he's like what up <laughs> that's all it is you know it doesn't I also, <laughs> that exact moment, I went, he's going to call for his horse. He can't whistle. How does he call for his horse? <laughs> In my he's own got, like, brain. He's got, like, snaps, some, like, claps. He and the horse, the horse just, I think the horse just knows to show up because he's like, oh, yeah, this guy can't whistle. So I'm just going to show up. I should stay by. <laughs> but I swear that thought went through my brain. Where it's, it's like, he can't whistle for the horse. Where's the horse at? <laughs> now. There are some practical effects in this movie that we have not highlighted yet that we have to. Okay. And it's the tree of death, I believe is what they call it in the movie. The death tree. What's it called officially? Do you remember? Might be the tree of death. I feel like that was the correct way they said it. But Johnny Depp taking the hatchet, hatchet and chopping hatch, into the branches and they're bleeding everywhere and just more blood getting squirted onto Johnny it, Depp. It's like the tree was filled with blood. It doesn't oh. drink water. It drinks blood. Yeah. And then we get the reveal that this is where all the heads are being stored. Oh, dude. When they fall, it's oh. just they just slump while staying like clogged into the opening. All I mean, everything as far as so the other like 
definite CG thing is like when the the head the horseless the horseless headsman. <laughs> I don't know where that was going. Headless horseman. The headless horseman. When Johnny <laughs> Depp dig, digs him up, and then the uh, the tree roots like rebuild the body, you know, and he pops up there. I was like, okay, it's very like Army of Darkness to me. Oh, you know, but it's awesome. The, I will always oh, I love, love that type of you know. <laughs> Evil ash comes up out of the ground. And then the horse and him jump out of the hole that the heads were in. And it's like like the the tree turned into flesh almost. So it's very like ooey gooey sounding. Yeah, we definitely get our ooeyness out out of it and like the bloodiness of it. Very flesh right. You're totally right. And then what I love is every time that we see him on the horse, he is riding like a bat out of hell. Oh, absolutely. It is in intense speed man on a mission all i can say is gunpowder could not keep up with that that that's the only that's the most unbelievable thing in this movie was johnny depp's horse gunpowder trying to keep up with no, not horseman. at all no gunpowder doesn't there do was that. another unbelievable moment where johnny depp gets dragged from the back of a horse carriage where <laughs> yeah. he's on the ground i have been dragged by a four-wheeler on the ground for like five feet yeah that wrecked me I fell I, off and held on, and I did not have a good time. I was on the back of my cousin's pickup truck, but he had a uh, one of those vinyl tonneau covers, so I could like I I was perched, and we weren't going fast. We were at a park, so we we're doing like five. I slipped, and all I could grab onto was that little bit. So my feet are dragging behind. The, he didn't see me fall, and I didn't want to just <laughs> let go because I would have face planted either the bumper or the asphalt. So I got drugged probably a hundred yards. Just I had like a quarter inch to grab through the. There's probably fingerprints in the vinyl tonneau cover. Dug just into dug, it. <laughs> dug in. And they come out. Actually, Jimmy was there. Jimmy might remember this over at uh, Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. And they're like, when Charlie get off? I did. As I yelled from the back of the truck. I'm over here, assholes. <laughs> Takes a lot of lot of strength to hold your own weight going down the road. So, uh, yeah, Mine was I was the third person on a four-wheeler, which kids – don't mm-hmm. be a third person sitting on the back Never. of a four wheeler and using they are not and using, you know, what's supposed to hold like your lug, like the, la- the rack. Yeah. The <laughs> rack I'm using, I'm holding on to that. And it was literally like the first bump we just yep. went. And then I tumbled over and held on. Like my hands were behind me <laughs> and my back just got dragged across the, uh, oh the dirt God. and the gravel. And like, then it hit me like, Oh Yeah let go dumbass and then when i let go it's just like oh we gotta pull rocks out of my back i am not good but you know probably ah. like 15 14 so you're invincible if i, I were about, to do that, that now i was oh i would be done for yeah that was probably exactly how old i was when i got drugged behind the, the it was an s10 i remember that damn truck <laughs> oh the s10s <laughs> I had one. Jeremy had one. Jeremy's our older cousin. Regret never having an S10. Never a truck guy, but yeah, S10 would have been cool. We would get to go play basketball, and we were up at Granny's, and the park, I mean, Nate kind of knows where I live, but it's not walking distance, but it's driving. So it was three people in the single cab uh, truck and one guy in the bed. You go down to play basketball at the park. <laughs> But this was at like a family cookout, so we 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 didn't even have the tonneau off, and Charlie fell off. 
As Charlie does. As I do. Surprised I didn't turn into a stunt man, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but no, it, it's this movie just works for some reason. Whether it's Tim Burton or Johnny Depp or a combination of just every the stars aligned and this movie was made. Whatever reason, man, I love this movie. I feel it, like it, everything came together for a reason and a purpose with it. And I was thinking, like I always do with these when I haven't seen them forever, mm. I was like, is this going to hold up? Is this going to be like some really cornball Johnny Depp? Is this going to be, especially like Danny Elfman does the score to this. And I was yeah. expecting full on zany Elfman. And we get some fun Elfman, but it's not there like. There is. I know this is the joke whenever someone goes, oh, who did the music? Danny Elfman. Yeah. But the man has done some fantastic movie scores. I love Danny scores. Elfman, all right? Like, I will always love that it, man's scores. They're it's fun. It's not always like Simpsons and Futurama. You know, he has done really good, like, dramatic, climactic scores. And I never, it, but now I can't see his name pop up on the credits without going, oh, Danny <laughs> Elfman. <laughs> oh, but no, nah, man, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I recommend this movie to everyone. I really do. It's, I would hope that everyone's already watched it by now, but I, d I wonder if it's one that people forgot about. That's, I think that's one of the, 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 the kind of the cool things is, remembering that while there's some movies out there that we're like, oh, hell, hell yeah, I watch that movie. I'll, I watch this movie every year to find out there are people that are like, even where you were like, I haven't seen it in forever. And I'm in my mind, I'm going, why? This movie's I, fantastic. And, you you know, know? Sometimes I wonder like my own personal Instagram algorithm and how everything caters to us <laughs> and feeds us, you know, yeah. the machine just feeds us what we want yeah. and it tells you what you want. I never come across Sleepy Hollow stuff. Honestly, and so no. then, you know, it's one of those things like, all right, how do I never see an, uh, a Sleepy Hollow meme? How do I never see a Sleepy Hollow clip or something and like, you know, or like those pages that always pop up on your ads on Facebook where it's like movie trivia from 2007, Spider-Man yeah. 3 or something like that, you know, like. Oh, every time we talk about something. It pops up on my phone, or oh, pops I mean, up I'm on, fully on, expecting to have it, a lot honestly, of decapitated pictures just popping up on my ads. I'm in a, I'm, I'm in quite a few horror groups, and you're right. Sleepy Hollow does not get brought up a lot as far as horror movies, and that it is a horror like, movie though. Maybe this movie doesn't hold up well because I'm never, I'm not being spoon fed it by all right. my social media apps, and it's like no, maybe it is just one of those things where. People kind of forgot just how good it is. And I, I can't remember what movie it was I was talking about where it's like if this were to be thrown on Netflix now, especially right now, this season oh, now, it would hit the top 10. And I think that's kind of where it sucks. But that's where our like mindsets are collectively as a society where it comes to like some stuff goes into people's minds because it's just right there. Top it's 10. trending. What's yeah. trending? And that's what I, I'll watch. I hate that, and it's one of the things I, I try to. I dude, there, there, there's these stupid things, and I don't know if we've ever talked about them. Well, I think we did. 
where on Facebook there'll be these things like, this movie was an utter piece of shit back in 2004. Now it's rocking the charts on Netflix. Yeah, this we've month. talked about this before where it's and just it's like, like, yeah, I'm like, the last one was R.I.P.D. Say the name. <laughs> yeah, which I love R.I.P.D. I've I honestly never seen says. it. <laughs> I, it's, it's a PG-13 you comic You and Mark movie. have defended this movie since the moment it came out. I just need to watch it. I, I It has Kevin Bacon, Ryan Reynolds, Jeff Which I never Bridges. knew because they never had him in the trailers. How do you not put Kevin Bacon in the trailers? Watch the movie. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, Mark's, I mean, you know how me and Mark, like, sometimes he'll, not doing Footloose, Mark. Get off that horse. We're done. No, stay on We're that horse. not doing Footloose. But sometimes me and Mark do a line. And honestly, if me and Mark align on a movie, freaking watch it, man. That that When Charlie and Mark agree. When those two align. Yeah. The, even though everyone's like, who's Mark? Just trust us. <laughs> We've talked about Mark on the show. They know. Mark's been on the live streams, which, uh, let's see. When this comes out, will we have done our next? Yeah. So, you guys... Uh, We'll be doing a live stream right after this drops, right? Is it October seventh? Uh, yeah, so we should talk about that while we're in this moment, I guess. Sure, why not? It's our show. We can talk about where we want. We don't have a. Do, do we have a date? We should probably set a date. We have, we have the we have the day that the movie drops. We can say that. We don't because who knows what our schedule is going to look like three weeks from now. Okay, but um. October 7th, right? Is that the day? October 7th. The new Hellraiser comes out. Oh, yeah. The new trailer dropped. I've avoided it. I haven't watched it yet either. I'm going in completely blind. I did see the stills of the Cenobites. They look Um, fabulous. Oh, I'm I'm in. I'm in. I'm not not going in with any expectations, nothing. I I just want to go in and watch a Hellraiser. Look. I've seen the other Hellraiser movies. You can't be that much worse. I'm just excited that we're getting a Hellraiser movie that is getting backed by a studio and not being put out just to keep the rights. Right. That's Let's the difference. Let's put it that right way. There. And I think that's, that's why, why I'm so hyped for yeah. this movie. And so yeah. that drops October 7th. Stay tuned. Keep an eye on our pages because we are going to do a live stream on YouTube. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a that's a Friday, so it's very possible we'll come out that weekend right after. Yep. Um, and talk about it. so that'll be our next live stream. We'll, we're trying to get. It was kind of a lull. There was a big space between things that were dropping, but I think we got a few coming out that I, I definitely want to do some live streams on. Um, I think I want to do an action one on uh, Bullet Train. I think we I want to get Bullet you Train. to watch. Get you to watch. I'm waiting for the as DVD soon as it to comes drop. out to streaming. Yeah. I'll yeah. rent it or buy it or whatever. But all right, well, we jumped ahead to the stuff we talk about usually at the end, but it, it worked. It was part of the flow. So, um, Sleepy Hollow, man, watch it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, really is. I can't believe it. <laughs> there, you know, this is one of the. Few I should ones believe it. It's got nothing but talent. You know, thrown it, at it's, the screen. It's, it's it's all talent. And honestly, it's, if you guys haven't seen it, we honestly really didn't spoil anything with I this episode. That's kind of weird. It enough. Watch this movie at night. Oh, watch, watch it at this night. one at night with candles lit. Yeah, watch it now is when this comes out. Watch it this fall. Watch it for Halloween. That's why it's starting our Halloween thing. All right, man. Let's do our uh, Rain and Bloods. Let's get into it.
So uh, I looked this up, and I was expecting, you know, 10, maybe 15. I forgot about an entire segment of this movie. Um, the raining blood for Sleepy Hollow is 45. What? The what? battle. The battle of the he- the Hessian, where they do the flashback. Yeah. He kills a lot of he people. He does. I, I just, I guess in my head, I'm like, oh, they show him kill like three people. And then they show him kill like eight more people when they, you know, gun down his horse. It was, he's right in the middle of a battle. He wipes out everyone in that battle pretty much. Holy crap. Then it, then it flashes after the battle to where they find, he takes out like, I want to say it's like four or five guys in that, because there's the, there's like a quick skirmish, then there's the good battle, then they stab him. And honestly, there's a lot of people that die in this movie as far as main characters, too. I mean, also, Johnny Depp's mom, she dies. We see it. I mean, this is kind of one of those ones where, yeah, it might be a flashback, but we really see good it. population control in 1799, honestly. For stuff, there's not a lot of population either. So, well, you know, sometimes <laughs> you got to control that population, I think. Got to control that population. And I did. I double-checked this on a couple of places, and it that's the... That's the general consensus is it's 45 on the raining blood. And I'm like, yeah, that's okay. so insane. Like, it is. I was expecting the teens like it, it was as watching the movie. I'm like, man, we are really getting heads left and right. All the prosthetics of the heads look great. And oh what I God, love yes. is that the camera always stays on them in like there isn't like the camera pulling away. There isn't the camera like, oh, this this. uh practical effect isn't going to look well it has confidence with every single limb getting cut off and that is fantastic well as you talk about it let's just go ahead and roll into our kill of the week then what do you think zombie kill of the week there's a lot to pick from bubba there was way more to pick from but there's one that i have not talked about on purpose i i feel like there's two possibilities because we haven't talked about either one mm. so do i go first on the horror show is that, is that how we i do don't this? remember what our rules were our show i think it was whoever's whoever's hosting the uh, goes last oh, so okay they, so yeah, that, that sounds that goes. sounds right can our viewers and listeners maybe tell us what our rules are yeah because sometimes you know we need a little help we get we have no script we get loosey-goosey I think that's what it was, though, because you do the you do your rating after me. I'm so blaming this is the first in. time I've ever recorded before, like without eating. I'm sure too. You wanted to record early today, which I'm not against. I I like having my evenings. Yeah, me um, too. And yeah, but then I didn't eat. Yeah, we had a we had a late one the other day. That episode would have come out. We did our crossover with Monster Movie Stomp Down. So hopefully you guys check that out. Doing Predator too. Um, I'm torn. Because I like, I like each of these kills for a different reason. Honestly, every kill could be kill of the week. <laughs> it really could. It, I mean, when you're talking, normally the beheading of a movie is our kill of the week. We're talking about a movie about beheadings. You know, that's the difference and here. Like every character is cool. So like, yeah. You, even though I don't remember every Van Helsing that's in this movie, um, <laughs> how do we not say that one earlier? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Good 
the Van Helsing. So, uh, I'm I, I'm I'm gonna stick with my boy Casper Van Dien. He doesn't get beheaded. He gets sliced in half. Oh, and like a fountain of blood. Fountain pours up and down as the pieces fall. Because yeah, like and his torso's going up, you know, like it's it's also slightly in shadow and a bit of a distance. Like uh Ichabod's looking across the bridge and sees it happen, yet you feel like you see every detail of it. It is so well shot that is not a ton of blood like red in your face, but you're like, holy shit, that was a gory kill. From it being from a distance, you don't see any intestines or anything like that, but it's it just it works so it well. It works with your imagination. Is that the one you were going to pick? Because I noticed that you was not. Okay, maybe you're thinking of the one I was also thinking of. So, Nate, what's your kill of the week? Well, we talked about the church scene. And how oh, he, he was not able to of. get into the church. Oh, so man, what does this headless man. horseman do? He uses improv and breaks off a piece of a spiked fence. Yeah. And then chucks it through a window, pierces through one of the guy's chests, and drags his ass out into where the property line officially ends to get that guy's head. I love that. That man. is so dedication it, to get that head. And it is it, brutal. It is. You it see is the wild. blood spray onto the crowd. You see him screaming in pain as he's being dragged. It's, and then the quick decapitation. Yeah. It, there's also a very quick instance of when he gets impaled, he is almost doing the crucified look with his arms out in agony in the middle of a church at the you know center yeah. of it uh but yeah the, the 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 headless horseman ties a rope to this like picket uh part of the fence and it's the sharpest one and it's just like holy crap that is an amazing kill this is this is where i knew this was going to be a difficult one the one i i guess will make it my runner up yeah we've made what is, that a thing now the um i can't I think he, he was the magistrate, the magistrate, the one that told him about the widow. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Van Magic. The Van Magic. Yeah. Um, He gets his head cut off and it does the kind of Looney Tunes spin. But oh, it, that is a good one. It That's doesn't. One. It can. It could have been done so much where it felt funny, but it's not. And not only does it do that, it falls off of his you know neck rolls down the hill between johnny depp's legs and is staring at him and i'm just like and it is then we see how he collects the heads by stabbing it (laughs) the top of the head the eyes are as wide as saucers johnny this is the one that throws johnny depp into the like panic attack but the dude had a sword thrusted at his crotch i would have too that whole sequence, it's like it. all the other ones are just like this quick sword swipe, sword swipe, take the head. This one was the head spun around, fell off, rolled down the hill between Johnny's legs, facing him, looking at him, and then he gets stabbed in the top of the head and the horseman rides off. Amazing sequence. If, if you get a runner-up, can I have a runner-up? Sure, you can have a runner-up. Oh, cool. You- 
And it's another another head getting cut off. Is it a head Can getting cut off? I like how our first two weren't heads getting cut off. Till, <laughs> well, yours was at the end. Yeah. But the, the spear part's what made it cool. Yeah, that's what made it really All cool. Right. What's yeah, your I, favorite? I feel like even the headless horseman went, that was so badass. I wish someone was here to see that. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh guys, guys, oh, man, there's no one around here. Even oh, I can't see it. I, I don't even have a head. I a week on that one. <laughs> I don't have a head, and I can't see how cool this is. Go ahead with your runner-up. Mine's a simple one where it was the, uh, the s- Christina Ricci's servant. The witch cuts her oh, head off when she is yeah. just doing gardening. Like, it's so unexpected. And then her head falls into the basket. It was like, oh. She uses an axe, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, she does. Like, one yeah. quick, like, very Lizzie Borden. Very much so. She is just as evil looking in this movie. Period. I mean, we didn't talk a whole lot about her. Oh, she's Watch fantastic. The movie. Yeah. I, I love her character. It, it works. It, you know, it. it she just nails it but man yeah she takes and the way that that scene is shot it just has that you don't see the impact but you feel the impact when she takes that girl's head off and it's just it's amazing she even gets sprayed with blood everyone gets sprayed with blood in this movie i don't think christina ricci got sprayed with blood Uh, didn't some blood hit her in the church after the guy gets spiked oh maybe it did because she was like right she screams yeah she screams, passes out. She did. She did good. She did good. Okay, well, we rate this. Let's rate this, man. It's our own show. We don't know. We don't know the rules of our own show. Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. Woo! I think I've I've gushed about this movie enough, so I think I've justified the rating I'm going to give it, and it, it's a nine. I'm giving it nine machetes. Nice. I, Nice. I love it. I've I I have watched it every year. It it is, it is in rotation. I own the movie, and I still paid to rent it because I didn't want to walk out to the shop and go find it. <laughs> so, uh, damn you, Showtime. Um, yeah, man. It's it's quick and simple. It's nine machetes. You know what though? I'm right there with you because as I was Hell watching yeah. it, I was like, this is a nine. Like this was a lot of fun. I, I mean, it's. I think strictly two hours long, but doesn't feel like it. Um, no, it's perfectly paced. The yeah, story and works, the thing. and like every yeah. character, like you know who they are. You know, as much as I've joked about it, like you know what their there's presence a, is. With there's the town. a lot of vans, but they are very particular people. When you watch, and they're also a lot of them are like Tim Burton regulars. Like I think the priest was the dad in Beetlejuice. You know, so yeah, he was. That, that's him also fun fact uh christina rishi at the end when they're in new york is wearing a white and black striped dress that is the beetlejuice nice i didn't pay attention to that yeah little tim burton in yeah like all around like yes the movie kind of gets lost in itself but i don't care you know i I think the difference is you are also just so in the movie that you that, like you said you don't care yeah, i don't like, care like that the detective work starts to get really bonkers with the witch and like her revealing her grand master plan to mr bond yeah that you know <laughs> i think i think between that and johnny depp's flashbacks those are really i don't even want to call them negatives they're just those little points where i'm just like that was something yeah, i don't know what it was but, but that was something entertainment level it's not uh, not okay. hindering it at all for 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 a point 
and again, I'm not going to knock this movie. Christina Ricci, and I don't know if they maybe explained it or I missed it, and I've watched this movie a lot. I don't think I missed it. Talks about how they were poor, and they lived in a small cottage, and would you like to come see the cottage? And it was burnt down, okay, all this stuff. She takes Johnny Depp out there, and she's at the fireplace, and she sees, ah, the archer, you know, in the back of the fireplace. I had almost forgotten it. Then the evil stepmother reveals that her last name was Archer and lived at a cottage out in the middle in the poors. And I'm like, same cottage with the <laughs> Archer in the fire. What am I missing? Because you didn't come into the picture till after Christina Ricci's mom died. What is going on? I mean, the movie had a good message of landlords suck. <laughs> what is <laughs> You freaking millennials. <laughs> you own a house, Nate. You're not allowed to even talk about yeah, that. I don't rent it out at an astronomical price and try to screw over other people. You're, you're, you're your own landlord. That guy's yeah. an asshole. I am the master of my own domain. There you go. There you go. All right, man. You got a, you got a crappy review for us queued oh, up. Oh, do I ever. Awesome. Well, let's hit it. I'm the trash man. I come out. I throw trash all over the, all over the ring. And then I start eating garbage. And then I pick up the trash can and I smash the guy on the head. Oh, that's going to be a disaster. All right. All right this Bob. comes from Ripe Peach back in 2001. So, you know, just slightly after it came out. Okay. okay they gave it okay. one out of ten and called oh, it bullshit. washed out oh, and wishy-washy. Oh, my God. By uh, now, no. Tim Burton has a whole genre all to himself. And this is just another tired and tiresome entry. There's nothing here we haven't seen and heard before, time and time again. Pros, corsets and cleavages. Cons, just about everything else. Sorry, fans. It's just a big old predictable yawn from start to finish. The narrative meanders. The dialogue is tedious and forced. And the whole construction is based around a series of mood shots rather than any actual plot. It's uninvolving, it's formulatic, it's overly smug, and it's just plain dull. And accents, yes. There are some decent attempts at 20th century pseudo-plummy English. But the thing is, people in England in 1799 were talking like Yosemite Sam. Do try and keep up. They weren't in England. They were in New England. New England. Did he say New England? Nope, he said England. Yeah, they were yeah. They were in no. New England. Better England. England 2.0. England 2.0. Yeah, it's not the East Coast, Nate. It's New England. That's how you call that. We're going back to what you said earlier. Um I I yes, we've heard it before. He's doing a movie about a book and a 50-page a, book. A classic story that has been done. I don't know. I I got you know what I, I ain't got time for them I ain't right got time for these peach types. more right. like a rotten peach I got right. you that's what Boom. I'm gonna start doing I'm gonna start getting these people Boom burn I need to get the kill so burn Boom roasted clip. Boom roasted I'll get you that All right Nate Well I have something for you being that it's almost your birthday Technically when everyone hears this it'll be after your birthday It will already be an old man by the time this airs. But we 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 got a gift, and it's funny that you called them out earlier, but 
we got a gift from our buddy Leo, not Steven, over at uh, Spoils of Horror. He gave us a gift. And he made us a commercial, Nate. We have a commercial now. He did. He did. And I'm going to play it. And, and I know it's absolutely he, beautiful. It is. And I'm spoiling you, it right now. It's a beautiful. Lot of you, a lot of you are going to be like, you're going to play a commercial for the show we're already listening to. Yes, that's exactly what I'm going to do. But you'll understand why in a moment. In a world that has been completely divided for so long, two movie fans have decided to unite for the people and the betterment of mankind. One, an action movie buff. The other, a horror movie fanatic. Together, they will try to bridge the gap of both genres into one podcast with their battle cry. Give me back my action and horror movies. Listen along as Charlie and Nate alternate each week talking about action and horror movies they cherish, mostly from the VHS era. Also, including some modern examples that felt like the movies they grew up with by answering the battle cry. Give me back my action and horror movies. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Look them up on Facebook and Instagram. Really put a strong emphasis in the give me back. I I requested that. Give me back. I did I did write the script, but Leo has a better voice than I do. He's got a really good voice. Leo has a really good voice. That's why I That's why you should listen to their podcast. They got better so, voices. Nate, that wasn't your birthday present. Oh, oh. I have something else. <gasps> oh, oh, oh. Yes. Somehow Nate has logged himself out of the email account, so he hasn't seen. <laughs> I had to look. Forward. If there's a thing with me and technology, <laughs> for some reason we don't get along. I've logged myself out of that email. My Google Drive, I deleted two gigabytes worth of shit last night to send over the file to Sludge. And then somehow I had now 15 gigabytes of memory over. And I went, I don't know what I'm doing. And then I sent him the file and it was incorrect. Yeah. Yeah, I got a message. Me and technology that. don't get along. I don't know how I even can do like a podcast. It's Computer go on, mic work. I push all the other buttons, Nate. It's okay. It's fine. But, you know, you can just ask for the password and you can get back into the email. That's, that's all it is. It's not like you're banned from it. All you have to say, Charlie, I don't remember the password. I, I don't know where it's at. But thankfully, <laughs> it worked to my favor because now I do. I have your actual present. And it is also from the Spoils of Horror. Here you go, Nate. Happy birthday. Leo, what do you think the chances are that I could just do my own take since nobody ever wants my voice for anything on these? I think it's a good idea. I think that you deserve that shot. Yeah, what if I what if I did it to them in my my Michael from Burial Ground voice? Oh, good plan. Oh, mother. <laughs> I want to listen to give me back my action movies and horror movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You think what, they'll go for that? What about the the Mr. Sims lady? <laughs> Mr. Sims, <laughs> I love my, my giving back my action movies. 
<laughs> Let's go out in the back and listen to it. Yeah. I think it needs a little more comedy. What about Reptilicus? Hey, let's uh, hey, let's go out there and uh, let's give me some, uh, give me back my action movies. I think it's perfect. I, I think, think that, yeah, I think that maybe if I send them this as a reel, yeah, that they will then consider I using me for these voiceovers cannot too. Cannot see why they would deny this as a good opportunity, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I can sing them something as a chud. How about that? Please, I think that would be perfect. <laughs> I wanna know if he really loved me. <laughs> I think Charlie's going to go nuts for that. <laughs> He's clearly the musical buff. Uh, we just want to send you guys a little joke. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this one worked out well for you. See ya. Don't worry. I already told them I was playing it on the episode. So they, they are fully aware it's going out live. <laughs> it was so good. I was already grinning from ear to ear. And then when he starts singing as a chud, I lost it. I was crying. <laughs> I messaged Leo. I have no idea. I want to know why you don't love me. I Is that just I, <laughs> I don't know. Those of you that's not listening to Spoils of Horror, you are missing a treat. But it has been cut. They're, they're on this thing where like Leo's been asked to do some of these things, and poor Steven has just been feeling so left out. He's like, everyone asked Leo to do this stuff because Leo's got a tv radio voice <laughs> he recorded his own demo reel for us so we'll have to think of something for steven to do for us oh i was so he was just gonna start writing all of our jokes <laughs> we, yeah we can do that oh fanta and again seriously fantastic show everyone should be listening to spoils of horror you need to be just get they, on it trust me they cover movies we won't think to cover <laughs> and then they cover What's stuff that? i'm like damn why can't we do yeah. that once in a while, we've gotten the, damn it, you took our pick for next month. And I was like, I didn't know. We don't have a list that we hand around to other podcasts. Sometimes we just pull this out of our ass. I don't know. <laughs> but no, love those guys. Appreciate it. So if you listen to some of the other shows, you're going to hear their commercial. Finally, after almost two years, we have a commercial We're that known. works for both shows. <laughs> What a collaboration. <laughs> it's it's kind of wild how we like attract our people. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. like we're, we're the ones that we interact with and our friends and there's tons of great podcasts out there. Don't get me wrong, but there's something about when the ones that really like interact back and forth with you and you build a friendship with them. It just makes listening to their episodes even more fun, you know, especially if there's little inside jokes that are meant for you to hear, you know, that, you know, they'll say it on the, on, on the show, but you're the part the only one laughing at it because like, ah, I know that inside joke. It's something we talked about. You know, it's just good, fun stuff, man. Oh, I absolutely yeah. love it. Those guys, 100 horrors who we've My learned God, through man. those guys. Yep. I mean, the, the 100 horrors are fantastic. Uh, a cut above, uh, yeah. they, they do some fantastic movies. Bad movie cult. I mean, we could sit here for an hour and go we back could. through. Um, actually, if you start following us on our Instagram, we uh, one of the things I'm going to start doing is our weekly uh, shout outs and not just podcasts. If it's a page we like to follow that does some great stuff and good interaction with people, you know, it's not going to be the ones that have like, you know, 100,000 followers and they just share cool pictures. We like the people that are, you know, who is behind the keyboard talking to you. 
you know that the, they're taking the time out of their day and making these posts just in hopes that, you know, a handful of people look at them. So screw the algorithm. I'm going to try and help boost it. So be looking out for that. So follow us, as Leo said, on Facebook and Instagram. Um, make sure you check out all the other great shows we have on the network with uh, Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling, the monster movie Stomp Down, which you have heard us on our crossover for Predator 2, uh, Good Beer, Bad Movie Night. You know, Pete will come back. He, he's helped pick a couple of Halloween episodes, so he has to come back. Um, I Know You Hear Me with Flynn Hendricks, which now has the 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 peak ep show you should be listening to this month is Tales from the Haunt. Uh, they're interviews with people directly in the haunted house uh, business. What do you what would you call that? Career yeah, scare path? actors scare actors um to really get some in inside views of stuff you don't always hear about i mean you 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 don't think about when you're the art of the scare right you know we're used to interviews with actors or like even what we do with directors and stuff but to get those guys that are out there not on television but they're putting they're putting in the work um I think it's it's good stuff to listen to, especially for the spooky season. So go check those guys out. Anything else, Nate? We kind of gush. No, on I'm just some happy here. that we're now officially in the spooky season, and that we have our selections, and we can no longer keep going back and forth and be overwhelmed, and then no. wondering did we do it right? We'll see. You know, that's just part of what we do. But once it's out there, it's out there, and we're we're happy with the content we're putting out. Also, I don't know. I, I feel like we didn't make a big enough fanfare about it. Give me back my horror movies as a year old. We have been doing the horror end of the show for been. one year. Um, it's wild. And I mean, it's we're only five, not even five months away from the two year for uh, yeah, Give we'll me back my action movies. Another Q and A. Then after that, it will probably end up being the yeah. hundred hundred episode will be coming up. We're charging towards 100, not counting interviews. Yeah. So we'll get there quicker, but I don't want to count those. Um, I know we got a ton of stuff coming out. We we're, I think we're trying to do uh, at least a Christmas special like we did last year. So if you haven't, if you're new to the channel and haven't checked it out, go back and check out our Christmas episode. Uh, we're going to do better this year of not releasing it on Christmas Day. I think early december so people will feel like christmassy and what like I, I swear christmas is over everyone's like screw christmas i'm done uh, put it back the in 26, the attic gone the trees on the curb already i don't even i don't even want to hear that word anymore the only thing i want is the ham you know and it's it it does feel kind of weird that i'm talking about that right now but because of the way we're planning we kind of have to think ahead when it comes to these things, you know, we can't like wait till the last minute to get these uh, projects out. So yeah, we'll still have some cool stuff coming out. And oh, yeah. uh, so happy birthday, Nate. Happy well, thank one you, year sir. anniversary. Yeah. Um, can't believe we did it. We're not killing each other yet. Not yet. No, yep. that's still plenty of time yep. for that. There's still time for it. it it's fine. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I, I think you're, I think you're doing great. I'm not, I, I haven't, I've only, great, you know, I've I only, just, I never get a time to talk about how, how much, you know, I enjoy your company. No, oh, well, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I know. I've only like fired you like five or six times on other shows. And you know what? I would have done the same thing if I was in your position. Pretty much. I mean, yeah, you're allowed, I mean, you're allowed to fire me, but you don't remember the passwords. Yeah. So. That's the problem. 
Not that I hide them. They're out there. You just got to message me, Charlie. I'd like to log back into the email, you know, so I can read all the emails that we get. Please send us some emails at gmbmampod at gmail.com. Check us out at Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Don't forget, we're going to be doing a live live, uh, stream. Not watching the movie, but a live stream review of Hellraiser once it comes out. And uh, maybe start getting a little bit more active on there. We'll see. Holidays are coming up. We'll at least have a presence. We at least have wishful thinking. Good intentions. We have yeah, good that's intentions. That's the right word. It'll be fine. It's all good. So all right, brother. I think I think that's it. Anything else? I think that's it. I think we are good to go. We're I'm good to go. Starving. I need food. Same. I'm hungry. Um, go watch Sleepy Hollow, everyone, if you haven't seen it. Enjoy the spooky season. This is just the beginning. Um, follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and you'll see the lineup except for our actual Halloween episode. But I'm gonna go ahead and post up all of the uh episodes coming out so if you're not following us please do that nate why don't you get us out with uh the headless word the horseman comes and tonight he comes for you now let's talk about how i get back home I want to know if you really love me. We love you, Stephen. We love you, Leo. You guys are awesome. Thank you for all your hard work specifically, Leo, and definitely not Stephen. <laughs> I'm on Team Stephen and Leo. They are a package deal. Yeah, you get one with the other. We don't hurt feelings on this show, Nate. Don't you dare hurt feelings on this show. I am feelings. If I hurt, feelings hurt. (laughs) I don't know. I just saw that on a Hallmark card one time.